Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometers of range. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. This is Sports Day. Welcome to the summer edition of Sports Day SA. Paul Bonzer, Dan Menzel with you for Nutrient Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers. And you can be part of the show, the Just Quality Home Improvements open line, one 736 736 or text in 0427-154-166. You should know the number by now. Men's, g'day. G'day, Bonds. How was your Wednesday afternoon? Well, it was big after the news this morning. Um, CJ Bruton, gone. Yeah, so you asked me about this yesterday in our true or false, and mm. you said, is it uh, the right move, or is it would it be the right time for the 36 to make a move? Well, less than 24 hours later, they have. Yes, and that is our hot topic for tonight. Thanks to Irrigear to save time and water. Irrigear is here. Irrigear offers expert advice and better irrigation solutions. Men's statement from the Adelaide 36ers reads something like this. Uh, I won't read all of it, but I'll read part of it. The Adelaide 36ers have decided to part ways with head coach CJ Bruton by mutual agreement. It's always mutual agreement. Uh, Bruton has led the 36ers since the start of NBL 22. Career loss, a win-loss record is 27 wins, 40 losses in 67 games. We thank CJ for his tireless efforts both on and off the court, but believe it's time to go in a new direction, said CEO Nick Babato. Mm, interesting, isn't it? So 13 games into the season, and they've made the decision off the back of a loss to Tasmania by 35 points, 94 to 59. And then two days prior, we lost to New Zealand by 13 points as well. So is the decision the right decision? Um, I, look, I, I think he was I think he was dead man walking. Yep. Um, we'd spoken about this a couple of times. I'm not sure about the timing of it. I don't think it makes much sense to let go of him now unless unless he seriously did come to management and went, I'm done, I've had enough. So, okay, so on that then, is there a potential that management thought about it and thought we are still in contention to make the playoffs this year? Yeah. It's a, it's a bit of a long shot, but if we make the move right now rather than wait another three or four weeks when the season is completely gone – what might happen to the group? We might see some energy. We might see something change. Or potentially we might be able to get in first on other coaches for next season. Do you reckon any of that has been factored into it here? Um, hard to maybe. know. It, it is hard to know. And I don't really think that CJ would have gone to them and said, I'm done. Yeah. Um, because then that would press release would have read it a little bit I'd different. I'd be surprised as well. So I, I believe CJ still wanted to go on and finish his contract. Um, look, I... I it's always the coach, isn't it? Yep. It's yep. always the it coach. It is the coach. The performances have been really poor, and uh, so it it hasn't come as a shock. Uh, no. But we did talk about the timing of it. We might have a listen to Derek Rucker on the timing of CJ Bruton sacking. Well, I hate the timing of it. Coming off of the, uh, the tough road trip that we've talked about quite a bit, 
We understand mistakes were made, but I just feel like you let him get through this holiday period, Damon, and see if he has the ability to turn it around. They're currently at four and nine. You give him another four or five games. If he turns it around, you're in a good position and you've got a quality person and a promising coach still in the mix. Now you're really rolling the dice and things could get really bad if if the new interim coach, Scott Nennis, isn't able to stabilize the troops. Uh, are you rolling the dice? I mean, look, uh, he said that the timing of it was bad off the back of a tough road trip. They lost by 35 points. Like, I mean, yeah. it was a tough road trip. Don't get me wrong, but... I don't think you can have too many excuses when you lose 94 to 59. I mean, that's not all CJ's fault. It's definitely the whole group, and there's clearly things aren't quite working at the moment. And the fixture's partly to blame as well. It is. Because it, they, were, they were on a – yeah, they just weren't going to win that game in Tasmania. No, with, they were, no. With the way they – they weren't going to win the game, and, but they are still four and nine this season. Yep, that's um, right. In second last. So, so for management to then go – we got to do something. This is ridiculous. It's yep. it's the worst loss in the forty minute game. Equaled our worst club loss. Uh, it's obvious obvious that the players are not responding Correct. to CJ now. Yep. Uh, you see some disconnect on the bench with players during timeouts. You can see that visually. So yeah, may, maybe the time maybe the time was right. Yeah. And, well. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You can see that. There's a lot of people that are at fault here, and uh, interim coach Scotty Ninnis had a yes. little chat about this here. This is something collectively we, we will bear responsibility for, um, and the playing group to the coaching staff to the support staff, um, we're all partly responsible for this. So I'm disappointed for CJ, um, but now we've uh, got a very short turnaround, and we've got to find a way to get some enjoyment back and, and start winning games. Have you reached out to CJ? And I have, yeah. I spoke to him this So Scotty had his uh, press conference in an echo chamber. I'm <laughs> sorry about the quality of that audio. And look, we should mention Scotty. He's been a regular guest of ours every Wednesday night. Yep. Unfortunately, that won't continue now. He's got the head coaching job. Um, they have an agreement with another station that ah, the head coach... Too busy for uh, Yeah. No, so, he's... no, he would be... Not, it wasn't his decision Correct. that he wasn't going to be with us. So tonight we'll have Rupert Sapwell stepping up to the mic and we'll ask Sapper about uh, the situation as well. I'd love to ask Sapper about, is it as simple as, as a casual 36er fan, is it as simple as we just don't get good enough imports? Maybe we can't get good enough imports because we're not Sydney, we're not Melbourne, we're not Perth. Mind you, not that Perth's much more of a draw card than Adelaide, but is that what it is or is it a bit deeper than that with the system and the structure that is set up there I guess the other one is that would be interesting is what do we do moving forward? Who is the right coach to potentially attract and go after for next season? Or uh, well, I'll, I'll ask him about Trevor Gleeson because he's he's the he's the man. Whether the club can afford him, um, but uh, Derek Rucker also had his thoughts on this. Well, the obvious name Dame is going to be Trevor Gleeson. That's going to be tossed around. We understand how great Trevor is as a coach. Um, he's making some headway into the commentary game, which is great to see. But we know where he wants to be. Now, look, he is a high-priced commodity, deservedly so. Is Adelaide willing to spend that type of coin when they weren't willing to go out and get CJ an import? And that's a that's a point, though, where I, I'm in CJ's corner. He never had a full roster. 
interesting. It is interesting. From Derek Rucker. I mean, yeah, I don't disagree. I think our performances haven't been good enough, but at the same time, we need to have a better roster to be able to compete. Yeah, it's clear the roster isn't as good as some of the, well, the best teams in the competition. Got a text in on uh, 0427154166. That is the Just Quality Home Improvements text line. Uh, sorry, CJ. Obviously, Grant Kelly was listening to the show on Monday and heard <laughs> <laughs> the text you read out. So uh, 570 texted in the, uh, on Monday and said that, Maybe CJ, it's time to go. And yeah, shout I think out a lot to of people are thinking the same way. Grant Kelly for listening to us as well, which is great to hear. Now, <laughs> like it's our decision. Uh, now, Bonds, before we move off of the 36ers, they yes. take on Cairns this yes. Saturday night at home. What are we expected to see? Hopefully, a reaction from the players. Like they should come out angry. Will Scotty change things? Uh, maybe. Maybe not in the first week. Yep. It might take him a couple of weeks. But it wouldn't also wouldn't surprise me if he changed things up a little bit and gave, uh, I guess, more of the bench a bit of a run just to see who's prepared to stand up and fight hard. Yeah, without doubt. Now, while we're on the basketball, I want to go to – I'm not sure if you call any of the games today in the NBA. Uh, no. Well, I saw the scores. That's yep. about it. So the NBA in-season tournament, it's new this year. So. Yes. They still have their regular season games, but this in-season tournament is like your FA Cup, I guess, in soccer. And uh, so the Lakers and the Suns play today. The Lakers beat the Suns 106-103. They are all in in this tournament. They've won every game they've played. The Bucks knocked off the Knicks 146-122. to So what that means is we are going to see Friday morning the Bucks take on the Pacers in a semi-final. Yes, and then following that is the Lakers taking on the Pelicans at twelve thirty. In the other semi-final, the winners go into the championship final on Sunday our time at midday. So that is the in-season tournament. We mentioned it last night. A million dollars to the team that wins. They'll be spread across the players. That's nice. Yeah, nice handy cash. It is. So that's the in-season tournament, uh, which I think has been. It's been a success so far, I think, in the NBA. I think it has. I, yeah, I don't think anyone – there's been not a lot of negativity. I haven't heard really any negativity about it. And teams have taken it seriously as yes. well. Where what You know one thing I loved about it, just while we're on it, is for the Boston Celtics to make it in, you've got groups. So you play against everyone in your group. And yes. it comes down to wins and losses. And if you have the same amount of wins and losses as another team, it comes down to aggregate. Yes. So it's more points for and against. The Celtics had to win and had to win by more than 22 points in their last game. So they were up by 25 or 30 in the last quarter. And normally when you see the starters come off, yep. they're all shooting. They're all <laughs> trying as hard it. as they can. It's, it. There's no mercy rule. So they no. ended up winning by 30 and made it through. But, yeah, I did love that aspect of it. Yes. Uh, BBL starting soon. And we're going to talk about uh, our BBL marathon later in the show. Stay tuned for that. Uh, but the Adelaide Strikers, you can join the Strikers quest for glory. Get to Adelaide Oval on Saturday night, but also on Tuesday night, December 19, to cheer on your strikers under lights. Uh, buy, a game, buy a membership. It's cheap as chips and a great night entertainment. It will be a great – it always is a great night entertainment. The strikers, they do it very well. Just while we're on the cricket bonds, mm -hmm. the Prime Minister's eleven. Oh, yes. Give us a score update on, on Pakistan. It started today. That game is in Canberra. So Pakistan chose to bat. They won the toss. Six for 324 at stumps on the first day. Sean Masood is 156 not out. So Eight skipper. He's gone mm. very well. Um, Pakistan will be happy with that. Six for 324. How, what about our boy? Jordan, Jordan Buckingham. Jordan three Buckingham. for 63. So he has three been 
their pick of the bowlers, one for 43 for secondary. Mick Andrew, one for 55, our other boy. Yep. And uh, Todd Murphy's taking a wicket too, but he's gone at over four and over. So, yeah, Buckingham, the pick of the bowlers, three for 63. But no one is, other than him, has really stood out. Pakistan, very happy after the first day. Nutrient Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrient.com.au. And we are here for Lumo Energy. Switch to the affirmative. Join Lumo Energy today. And our good friends at Kia. Kia, the Epic Range, the Kia Sportage, the Seltos, the EV6 GT. It's TV Guide time coming up very shortly on the Summer Edition Sports ASA. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. Welcome back to the summer edition of Sports ASA. Bonds and Men's with you for Nutrient Ag Solutions. Going further for Australian farmers, find your local branch at nutrient.com.au. Be part of the show. Get involved. CJ's gone. Give us your thoughts on that. Who should be the next coach of the Adelaide 36ers? On the Just Quality Home Improvements open line, 1300 736 736. Text in 0427 154 166. That is the text line. Um, TV Guide time. It's normally on a Thursday, but uh, we'll talk about that tomorrow. <laughs> TV Guide is brought to us by Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold pressed in northern Victoria. Oh, I love that men's... How can you not be pumped up right now? Now, this is our Sports Weekly TV Guide. We just changed it Change slightly. It a bit. So it's what's on, what's happening over the next week, over the next seven days. Here are the seven sporting events to tune into. We will start tomorrow night with the Big Bash opening game. The Brisbane Heat taking on the Melbourne Stars. Yep. Kicks off the tournament. That is a game that doesn't matter whether you're a Strikers fan or you go for someone else. You want to tune in to see... How Manus Labashain, Glenn Maxwell, Marcus Stoinis, Usman Kawaja, they're all playing. The big show. Let's see how they go. So that's the first one. The second game that you want to tune into is it is the Adelaide Giants and Lachlan Wells hosting the Melbourne Aces at 7 p.m. tomorrow night. So Thursday night, mm. we play here in Adelaide at West Beach. Usually it's the Friday, two games on Saturday and Sunday, but they're starting on a Thursday night this week. It is streamed. Uh, you just download Baseball Plus. You watch it for free. The best baseball team in the country, one of the best teams in the country, without a doubt, the Adelaide Giants. So that's Thursday night. Then we have the Adelaide Strikers hosting the Brisbane Heat. Saturday night, this game is this is our opening game of the Big Bash, 6.45 p.m. on Saturday night. Strikers fans, get down there and watch the Heat. If not, tune in for that one. Yes. Um, yeah, absolutely. Do that. The, at the same time, hmm. so you're going to have to find a way to go. I can't watch it. From Adelaide Oval <laughs> to Highmarsh or... Watch both on two different TVs or listen, however you want to do it. So Adelaide 36 hosts the Cairns Taipans at 7.30 Saturday night. I can tell you how you do it. All right. So you watch you watch the strikers on telly. You turn the volume down. Yep. You tune in to Sapper and I calling the game. Um, listen on, in to Sapper and yeah. yourself. So we'll call the game live from the Entertainment Centre. I'll go one time. better. You can go to the Adelaide Oval and watch the strikers. Yes. And have the radio on of the 36ers with Bonds and Sapper. At the same time, that is a great way to do it. I might do that. Now, the next one is the NBA in-season tournament, the championship game. 
is at midday on Sunday. So this will be between, we mentioned the teams before, the Lakers might make it, the Bucks are thereabouts, there's uh, the Pacers that could also get into that. So that is Sunday, midday, a million dollars on the line. Pelicans are the other teams on in there that could make it. So that's Sunday. Then the Adelaide United host the Brisbane Roar on Sunday at 2.30. So we've mentioned the Giants, the Strikers, the 36ers, now the Adelaide United, the other team here in Adelaide, in the A-League, will bounce back, I think. Chinese dentist. 2.30. At <laughs> 2.30 <laughs> Sunday. The last one is the game of the week in the NFL, which is the Dallas Cowboys. They host my Philadelphia Eagles. This is a rivalry game. It's 11.50 Monday morning. So it's a friendly time for us here in Australia. A lot of the games are at 4.30 in the morning. But this yes. one's at 11.50 Monday morning. The Cowboys take on the Eagles. I'll be watching. That's your seven events, the seven sporting events to tune into over the next seven days. Some great games. For Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold pressed in northern Victoria. And just a quick community update, men's. Be alert and prepared this bushfire season. Stay up to date on all bushfire warnings online at the South Australian Country Fire Service. Visit cfs.com.au. This community update is thanks to new Fire Coat, the first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions. It's available at Bunnings Warehouse. Now, Bonds, I mentioned the Liverpool game the other day in the EPL. 4-3 win over Fulham. Incredible to watch. Uh, well, not only have Liverpool been incredible to watch, but Tottenham this year under Ange Postecoglou have been sensational. And we might have a listen to Craig Burley, an EPL commentator on Ange Postecoglou. Has anybody ever seen a transformation? See, I've been saying in a team that last April and May we sat here and if, you were, if, if the boss had said to you, watch Tottenham for me today, yeah. we'd all have been like, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> and, it's the, and it's literally the same players minus the best striker in Europe. Yep. <laughs> never seen. I personally, at elite level, have never seen... Now, this is not suggesting that they're going to go and win anything. That's a different story. But I've never seen a similar squad of players have such a change in style... In six or seven months. That was Craig Burley. If you could understand him, that is. He's a Scottish Great. I love the commentator. I love the accent. He played at Chelsea for 13 seasons. And he was talking about what Ange's done and brought to Tottenham. He makes a great point that Tottenham last year weren't great to watch. They've lost the best striker in England. Probably not the world. Haaland's clearly mm. better. Messi and a few others. But... He has gone to Bayern Munich, which means that Tottenham, you thought, would be horrific to watch. And just brought in an incredible style there. Look, they haven't been great of late, but they are great to watch. Can Ange coach basketball? <laughs> what, you want him at the 36ers next Why year? Why not? <laughs> turns, oh, gee, he turns things around, Ange. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm not sure you'll get paid the same amount he's getting paid at Tottenham. I guarantee that. <laughs> uh, we are here for Nutrient Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrient.com.au. They're a new partner of the show, and we love them. Coming up, we're going to speak to my partner in crime at 36's Games, Rupert Sapwell. He's a legend of the club, and he's going to talk about his thoughts on the sacking of CJ Bruton. It's been a big day down there at uh, Beverly. It has been a massive day, and yeah, I want to ask Sapper about, like I said, is it as simple as getting a good import in? Will that turn the club around? Does he agree with the sacking? That's also an interesting question. Yes, and we got your movie of the week, plus the Big Bash Marathon, all coming up very, very soon. Men's... Uh we want, you, our listeners, ready? we want our listeners to text us in yes. and make sure you tune in for the last segment. We can, you're going to be a part of the show. Back soon.
the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. Welcome back to the summer edition of Sports Day SA. Paul Bonds and Dan Menzel with you for Nutrient Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrient.com.au. And don't forget, you can be part of the show. Just Quality Home Improvements open lines 1300 736 736 or text us 0427 154 166. Just Quality Home Improvements, experts in roller shutters, plantation shutters, outdoor blinds, artificial lawns and roof restorations. It's been a big day in 36ers land men's and uh, as we spoke about at the start of the show. But now one of the legends of the club, Rupert Sapwell, is going to join us. Uh, Tire Power is the place to go for the holiday getaway sale. It's on now. Get up to $200 off Michelin Pilot Sport Range. Sapper, welcome to the summer edition of Sports ASA. Boys, I feel like... There's a there's a drug addict in my family. I love them unconditionally, but they keep letting me down. Yes, it's been uh, another yeah, unfortunate it's just, uh, day. Yeah, drama. Yeah, it has been. And uh, so yeah, the Sixers have made a move on CJ Bruton, and um, you know the the coach is in the unenviable position of being the first to head on the block, regardless of anyone else. And when I started coaching, uh, that made me nervous that I was um, my job was at the mercy of other people's performance. And uh, to some extent, um, you know, coach has got to take the blame or the credit for performance. But, you know, there's a lot of people, a lot of players there who are underperforming as well. Sapper, I, I uh, believe the actual boys were out training at Trinity today. Um, and I'm guessing, they were. I'm guessing that you were hovering around somewhere. Uh, just want to ask I you, was. what was the feeling like in the group? Oh, you know. Standing uh, on the just, side of the court. Yeah, well, there was no one jumping around. That's for sure. You know, like there was, there was, uh, you know, there was understanding that, um, you know, they've one of their owners lost their job, and um, you know, I mean, first and foremost, they did a great job in front of the kids, and they put put on a brave face. And Trenton Flowers uh, lived up to his nickname of King of the Kids, and he was awesome. And you know, J- Jalen, Jalen Galloway out there, and and uh, DJ Vasiljevic took his shoes off and signed them, and gave them to the school to auction off for. School staff. I mean, they're doing a lot of great things around the community, and you only have to look at the home court, uh, home game crowds to see how uh, much love they are and how unconditionally the the Adelaide public supports them. But just want to get some stability and some consistent performance out of them because uh, yeah, last couple of games have been rough, and you know people will make what they can of the the road trip down to Tassie from New Zealand, but um, what they put up was pretty poor. So, Sapper, we played some audio from Derek Rucker at the start of the show and he talked about the timing of CJ sacking and hating it and said that he should have had at least a few more games to see if they could stay in contention for playoffs. What is your thoughts on the timing of the sacking? Uh, well, you know, I think as a yeah, unconditional fan of the club, you never want to see the coach sacked and... Um, so there's a couple of different things here. One, you know, do they already think that the season is over? In which case, they want to move on and, and uh, know that there's doesn't didn't matter what CJ was going to do, not going to make the finals. So let's move on. Or do they think they actually still can make the finals and they want to make a change to see if they could? Um, based on that, I don't know what the internal monologue might have been with those who made the decision, but 
I would say uh, that it is we were sputtering, and it was some good, some bad. It was definitely not all bad, uh, definitely not all good, of course. But the you know there, there were some games bonds that we called this year that they were unbelievable, mm. but they're only unbelievable for a half. Yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, you know, like there was, they haven't put a, a full fourth quarter performance in a full four quarter performance in, and and that is you know troubling for sure. Have they had their whole team the whole time? No, Trey Kell's been out. They haven't. They've only got two imports, so it's not like they're full, they're fully loaded uh, roster. They've been mucking around with um, you know lots of different combinations, and and uh, to CJ's credit, you know when starters weren't getting the job done, and they weren't. For quite a while, uh, they, he did sub in bench, and you know guys like um, Nick Marshall or um, Toy Smith Milner come in and give uh, great minutes. I mean, these these types of players are all capable, but what they haven't got, um, like a Perth Wildcats might or a Sydney Kings might, is very clear denominated um, roles. And I am the person who's going to take the shot, and everyone else is going to help me get it. So. Those, you know, the Bryce Cottons of the world don't come around very often, of course, but it simplifies your game plan when you know you've got someone of that uh, caliber doing that. So, you know, early in the season, they made a change and um, pulled in DJ Vasiljevic, who is definitely a scorer at heart, and there have been some interesting um, signs on how that might work in the future, but it's still, you know, there's a lot of other things going on there that, uh, you know, mainly defensively um, that would help ignite a fast break which is where they should be and then of course half court offense just don't seem to be able to score anywhere so that was a you know rough time to, to run into a, a disciplined defensive team like the jack jumpers last weekend which exacerbated and highlighted the problems a lot of talk about the club coming out and uh basically oh want a better term whining about their their schedule and going to New Zealand and then having to wake up at 1am and get to the airport and 4am flights and all this type of thing. Do you think there was a little bit of a mistake from, I guess, the coaching staff to put make that public and the players? Uh, uh, I don't know. When you're upset, you say a lot of stuff, don't you? So <laughs> sometimes you just uh, you, you're talking out, you know, you're, you're talking out aloud. You're thinking out aloud about some of the things that could have gone wrong. And um, you know, I don't think that's. Um, I mean, it's a rough schedule. I, I wouldn't want to do it. Uh, apparently, the NBL said that uh, they had options to go later if they wanted to, um, which meant, of course, less rest time when you get there. And you just, sometimes, you know, you, you're losing rest wherever you're going. You got to lose it after the game. Um, and you know, travel early or lose it, you know, before the game, like before the next game when you get in there late. So, I think you you know you make your choices and you stick with them. But yeah, that would have been a horror one, no question. No one wanted to do that. Uh, do you expect the best performance from a team? Um, tra- you know, with bad travel arrangements, possibly not. But still, got to do it. So, you know, I think the there's still energy based things that. Um, fans want to see and I didn't see a whole lot of um, energy uh, there that was consistent and you know this, the, the offensive struggles were very real you know just when you haven't got that pep and you haven't got that confidence things start to snowball and I, I, it looks like a team that's lost confidence and lost direction so um, yeah unfortunately the um, coach gets the um, gets the chop but it could have been any number of players as well so you talk about the loss of energy, the direction, potentially the roles that aren't there and aren't obvious with the 36ers. 
Is that, do you think that's the main factor or is it as simple as we need better imports? We need to be able to attract better imports to be able to compete against the best teams? Yeah, well, roster construction is definitely a factor. We, we, you know, we don't have the, you know, the, the rusted old um, you know, players look at the group and go, where are the Brett Mars? Where are the Kevin Brookses? They're not there. Yeah. So they're, they, they don't have the high quality uh, import. Now everyone wants to go and get a Bryce Cotton or, a, you know, or get an Australian Mitch Creek or someone like that who's just going to carry teams through certain things. But uh, the reality is that um, you know, it's a living organism, a, a roster construction. You know, you're, um, different regimes have made choices um, that the next regime has to live with. So, you know, look, CJ didn't sign all these players. Um, there's still some carryover contracts from elsewhere. And, um, you know, then you sort of left to construct a roster based on what budget room you have left. And so these things are all tricky things for sure. But, you know, no one has more con- control than the coaches. So they've got to, um, you know, live with the roster that they've got. And they're trying to uh, forge ahead with, you know, trying to, I guess muscle through some wins just on you know being tricky, but uh, you, know, you, you just don't have that caliber, that truly high caliber um, scorer there, which they need. And um, you know the injury to Trey Kell was was bad timing because I think a, a DJ Vasiljevic Trey Kell combination at guard uh, has some merit. They can you know, they're strong enough guards that they can guard a three man, and you put a Mitch McCarron in there or a Sunday Detch and. Uh, all of a sudden, you got some, you know, you got some makings of something good, but just weren't able to click. Just couldn't get uh, enough clear, open looks. And when you're the worst three-point shooting team in the competition, um, doesn't matter if you get open looks; they just weren't making them. Yeah. Uh, on the flip side, of course, uh, they got a personality where they get into the line a lot, so they're they're staying in games because they were, you know, smashing it in and forcing opposition teams to foul them and making a good percentage of their their three their free throws. So. There is a, you know, it looked like there was a, a plan offensively, and they didn't overly overshoot three pointers, but you know, it just wasn't potent enough to to worry any of the good teams. So for the incoming incoming coach next season, then is the number one priority to look at the roster externally first of all and say this is what we need to bring to this group to be able to compete, or is it more so internally getting those roles and that energy and everything right? So uh, I'm the director of sport at Trinity college and our groundskeepers twice a year do what they call scarifying the fields meaning that they just chop them back and really smash them up and it it really distresses the the grass and then it grows back greener i think that's what the sixers need a scarification Uh, i think we need to chop back uh, and start again you know i just think it's uh it's, it's busted up at the moment and the people are uh suitably uh embarrassed I would say players and and uh, you know club people are putting these these groups together, and that is a great uh, recipe for starting again and really getting on the same page because it's you know it's humbling and the best growth environments I've been in have been when you've been given you know your butt's been smacked and you're red raw and you're embarrassed and you're saying okay what am I going to do I'll do anything I can to make this work. So I think a, a good scarification is important, but, you know, living in what they've, they've made now and learning from it and, you know, n- next season starts now. Don't worry about this season. If, if, you, if you focus on improvement, then you may end up doing well this season and sneaking into a playoff situation. It's not dead and buried. But 
what you should be doing is making sure, okay, who are the guys we've got for next year? Okay, we've got to put some time into those because we've got them. And then uh, who are the other guys that are going to um, help us uh, play the style of play that we want to play? And, you know, Scott Minnis has got a big job ahead of him for sure and, um, you know, see if we can uh, hold the public's attention on this. But really it's about establishing a, a 36er style of play. Sapper, last question before we let you go. Should the club just go to Trevor Gleeson and say, what do you want? Uh, I've often thought that. I'm a Trevor Gleeson fan. Um, you know, I hate his sideline demeanour. He's, he's a constant complainer, but he's a, he's a good coach. And people who have played for him have not necessarily enjoyed his coaching style, but they are left with no reservations as to what their role is. So someone who is clear enough to establish roles and hold them to account with an iron fist uh, is what Trevor Gleeson brings. Can other people bring that for, you know, less? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like, it's the Sixers are, are not, you know, they're not um, afraid to, to spend and, ex- uh, and explore what is out there. But I would say that, you know, at some stage, just got to draw a line in the sand and go, this is the team we're going to stick with and we've got to stick with it and we've got to let it roll. Now, it's nice, it's easy to say that from my seat. You know, we had a very stable team, back in the you know the, the old heydays in the late 90s and the early 2000s, but that might have been because we were winning as opposed to we win because we were stable. But, you know, I think there's a, um, there's a, uh, a big, passionate 36er fan base who want to support teams and they want to get to know players, but the turnstiles have been uh, turning pretty fast these last few years and it's just hard to get a grip on it. So... Um, despite all the off, off-court success, um, the on-court success is still elusive and got a big job ahead. Sapper, love your work. I'll see you on Saturday night when we uh, the Sixers play the Taipans. Yes, good on you, Bonds. See you, mate. Rupert Sapwell there, former 36er, and now uh, my co-commentator for the Adelaide 36ers games, which you can hear right here on SENSA. And, um, It'll yeah. be interesting on Saturday. Yeah. he'll. Uh, I'll ask him some some more questions on Saturday. We normally have about a half hour pregame. Yep. So uh, and post game. So it'll be interesting to see the change, men's whether there's a glaring change in the roster, like in who plays more minutes. Yep. Um, yeah, well, we'll or find whether, out whether it's much the same same for the first couple of weeks. We'll find out. Scotty's got a few that he favours or that he's more interested in giving some minutes to, but. Um, Interesting point from Sapper there about just cutting the whole group back and almost scarifying. Yes, scarifying. Great word. He's, he's a teacher. He <laughs> loves to chat. Um, all right, let's. Uh, it's time for your movie of the week, men's, and uh, it's a big one too. And when everyone says it can't be done, ducks fly together. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. Men's the movie of the week is brought to us by Toolkit Depot. Tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear. Toolkit Depot, everything you need to get the job done. You can shop in store or online. Which movie have you got for us, my friend? I have gone with a baseball movie. A lot of people have seen this. If you haven't, you have to see this movie. It is called Moneyball. 
Great film. Brad Pitt stars in this movie. So does Jonah Hill. Very good in it. Philip Seymour Hoffman as well. It came out back in 2011. Uh, and uh, it, it basically follows um, the Oakland Athletics and they bring a new model to baseball. And it is rather than picking players that you think look good, they go based off the stats model, which wasn't common back then. And it changed the game. The Boston Red Sox ended up winning a World Series off the back of it. Uh, they had a massive um, massive history to overcome there, and they did that. So it is a uh, it's a great movie. It's a great watch, and uh, yeah, it does it. it. If you're a baseball fan, it's so interesting. But even if you're not, I just think the way they portray it, uh, Billy Bean is the main character that they portray, and that that's who Brad Pitt plays. I love Moneyball as a movie. Yeah, it's um, it's based on a true story, not not all facts. But uh, let's have a listen to the trailer. There are rich teams, and there are poor teams. Then there's 50 feet of crap, and then there's us. I need more money. We're not New York. Find players with the money that we do have. Your goal shouldn't be to buy players. Your goal should be to buy wins. And in order to buy wins, you need to buy runs. Who are you? I'm Peter Brand. First job in baseball? It's my first job anywhere. We're going to shake things up. Why don't you walk me through the board? I believe there's a championship team that we could afford because everyone else undervalues them, like an island of misfit toys. Billy Bean has tried to reinvent a system that's been working for years. Hey, Daddy, do you think you'll lose your job? What? Where did you hear that? Well, I go on the internet sometimes. Don't go on the internet. Watch TV or talk to people. You're discounting what scouts have done for 150 years? If we win with this team, We'll change the game. There it is, Moneyball, the trailer. They did. They absolutely changed the game, and it's been played differently ever since this first came in, the Oakland Athletics. So Boston Red Sox won the World Series off the back of it. It is a great watch. You can uh, watch it on Netflix at the yes. moment. Um, also, Amazon Prime, YouTube. There's a few different ones. Apple TV as well. So Moneyball from 2011. Yeah, I think um – uh, one of the enthralling things at the end of the movie, the Boston Red Sox get Billy Bean over and making him, make him an offer to be their general manager. And he would have been the highest paid. I think it was 12.5 million, something yep. like that. He would have been the highest paid general manager. Yep. But he declined the he offer and, it down. and stayed with with Oakland. Yeah, it would have been five times the amount he was getting offering offered yes. at Oakland. Yep. So a team that's just much smaller in the scheme of things which actually is now going to be Las Vegas. They're moving from Oakland, so they yes. agreed upon that this year. So a great movie, Moneyball. Now, Bonds, before we go tonight, so the Big Bash starts tomorrow. Can't wait. Oh, I cannot wait as well. And the thing I cannot wait for is we've got a little tipping competition that we're going to do here on Sports Day SA. So the, it's called the Big Bash Marathon. Now, we're going to do five game weeks. We're going to tip each game, and we want you at home to be involved in this. So yes. The way this is going to work, we're going to do our first week of tips tonight. So game week one, which is seven games, starting tomorrow night, going to Wednesday night next week. So we're going to ask you at home, Big Duff, Max, Mario, Brett, Michael, Casey, all you guys that text in, anyone who wants to text in, text in your tips of these seven games, and uh, we'll read them out. There will be a prize for each tipster across the five game weeks. Yes. We might even have a prize for the best tipster. So we'll, we'll pick one each week yep. and that person will win a prize. Yep. Um, and then we'll give out the results who was the best tipster of the week, the people that text in. Yep. 
So, yeah, that's all you need to do. 0427-154-166. Text in the winners of the next seven games. Or really, it's the first seven games. First seven games. So, Menzi, are you going to go through those? I am going to go through them. But just before I do, Mm. we're going to go through our tips tonight. And tomorrow night, we'll have the other tipsters tips, which will be the commentators, uh, Sammy Fantasia, and the listeners at home, your tips. So we're going to go through them tomorrow night before the Big Bash starts. Here are the seven games. I'll read them out, and then Bonds, we will go through our tips. So game one, Brisbane Heat versus Melbourne Stars. Game two, Sydney Sixers versus Melbourne Renegades. Game three, the Strikers take on the Brisbane Heat. Game four is the Renegades and the Scorchers. Game five is the Hurricanes and the Sixers. Game six is the Thunder and Heat. And game seven is the Stars versus the Scorchers. So at home, we need you to pick one from each of those seven matchups, seven games. We're going to go through our tips right now. Bonds, game one, the Brisbane Heat take on the Melbourne Stars. The Heat will win tomorrow night. Okay, I love this. We've started with a different tip to kick (laughs) off the competition. I've gone the Melbourne Stars. Okay. Uh, on to game two. Sydney Sixers take on the Melbourne Renegades. I like the Renegades. So I I'm, really do as yeah, well. Yeah, I'm backing them. I'm backing the Renegades too. I think that a lot of people will pick the Sixers. So we might have some different looking tips here, which is super. Uh, game three, the Strikers. Our Strikers take on the Brisbane Heat at home. I'm going to say this really quickly. The Heat. You've backed the Heat in their first two games. Wow, that's massive. I'm going the Strikers. I think they'll win. Game four, the Renegades versus the Scorchers. I'm on the Renegades train. I am too. We've both gone the Renegades in their first two games as well. That's huge. That's against the Scorchers too. Uh, game five, Hobart Hurricanes versus the Sydney Sixers. Who do you like? The Canes. At home, the Canes. I'm going to go the Sydney Sixers. I think they'll win that game. Okay. Uh, game six, the Thunder takes on the Heat. Uh, I think the Thunder will win in Sydney. Ooh, I'm going to go the Brisbane Heat. And game seven, on Wednesday next week, we will go over the results on Thursday. Melbourne Stars take on the Scorchers. Uh, I'm going the Scorchers. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Scorchers as well, which means that after our first game week, we have one, two, three, four different four different tips out of the seven. I love that. I love that. So text us in by tomorrow night, and we'll read out the best tipster or one of the tipsters, and we'll go over that. So text in on o four two seven one five four one double six. It's the Big Bash Marathon. There is 40 games throughout the tournament and the finals. That's why it is the Big Bash Marathon. Yes, and don't forget to put you if you haven't texted in before, you're not one of the regulars, don't forget to put your name yes. at the end of, that, uh, of those results. So it's the first seven games of the Big Bash. If you... Uh, we just went through them, but you can actually just look them up. Yep. Um, and it's the first seven games. So that's what we want you to tip and be part of the Big Bash Marathon, men's. It is going to be exciting across the next month and a half. It goes until the middle of January. So we're going to keep you up to date on who is winning that competition and some prizes there. Uh, before we go tonight, Bonds, um, yeah. I've got some audio I'd love to play. Now, this here is from 10 years ago today. This is one of the greatest college football calls of all time and wins of all time. 56 yarder. It's got, no, does not have the leg. And Chris Davis takes it to the back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. He ran the missed field goal back. He ran it back 109 yards. They're not going to keep him off the field tonight. Holy cow. 
How good is that audio? Ten years ago it's today, amazing, isn't it? Auburn beat Alabama at home, 109 yards, ran the field goal back. The I love that. They're not going to keep them off the field tonight. The whole crowd runs onto the field. Brilliant. Yeah, ten years ago today, it started like an auction. Yeah. 25, 30, 30. <laughs> and then away they screamed and it was an amazing bit of commentary. Uh, speaking of things amazing, uh, how about the shack? This is the shack theory on filling up your car and saving money. Shack has yeah, given me a great education because yeah, I told him I didn't want to get a, a certain vehicle because of the amount of gas I would have to spend. Yeah. It cost like $80 to, to, fill, it to up. fill it up. And he right. said, then you said. When it gets to half, then you put $20, you bring it back to full. It's how you save money, everyone. <laughs> so you don't let the tank get down <laughs> to the bottom. You fill it up halfway and only costs you half as much. <laughs> brilliant, Shaq. I don't even think that makes sense, but brilliant, Shaq. Great way to finish the show, I think. It was. We'll see everyone tomorrow. Thanks for joining us. A big day in 36ers land. And uh, we'll see you again tomorrow on the Summer Edition of Sports Day SA.